know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing. I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 76, the show that loves to chat about lore time after time. I promise that'll, that'll be the last time I sing. I'm sorry. I didn't actually mean to sing that. It just kind of happened. Hey, so each episode we check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft one or two topics at a time. My name is Allie, the one that's is pretty good at playing apples to apples. I kind of I kind of kick some butt. You know the the clean version of Cards Against Vanity. Yeah, and I'm joined by the one who said, "Oh, I'm not good at bowling," <laughs> and then proceeded to get three damn strikes in a row. In his first three turns, ridiculous. <laughs> it's Jen. Well, well, that happened to all be true. Yes, so so it's all true. Um, I am actually not good at bowling, but uh, beginner's luck. I'm gonna go beginner's luck because um, the second game did not look anything like the first. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it was still decent, though. Oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was decent, but it wasn't like that first one. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one though. Yeah, that was a good that was a good game. G- re ridiculous is what that was <laughs> ridiculous his wife and i were laughing at him when he was bowling i know because he, when he gets up there he does like this little like dance when he gets like get ready to throw the ball well, and he shake. got a strike yeah he got a strike every time he does, he does like a little shimmy and then he stopped doing it it's like do the shimmy like <laughs> that's when you get your strikes it's, it's kind of true every single time i did it they're like it's true oh there it is it's kind of like, it's kind of like it, a Fred Flintstone yeah. where you do little twinkle toes. Right? Yeah, it's right. a little like that. Kind of like, yeah. kind of like yeah. that. Kind of like that. Not quite so uh, interesting as the actual twinkle toes, but yeah, it's more of like a little. Oh, I thought it was interesting. It was, it was interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jen, what you been up to? Uh, bowling with uh, the one and only Allie. Um, hiking with, with Allie. Um, oh, then I was uh, gone for two weeks for, for work, but yeah. Uh, and uh, funnily, funnily enough, funnily enough, I just uh, two days ago, two days ago, um, I was hanging out with my brother-in-law and it turns out that we were, we stopped by this mall because we were like, oh, we need to get grab something to eat. And there was a red robin there. So we, we got it. And yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. so we went there and we're like, oh, we're actually in a mall and it seems actually like kind of popular. Like, why don't we just wander around and see what's going on here? And wouldn't you know it? They actually had a round one in there, too. Oh, did they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, let's totally go in there. So, yeah, we we had a good time in there. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, hanging out with uh, all sorts of fun people. Let's put it that way. That's what what I've been up to, because not as much game time as I'd like, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and I I should actually um, say, when I was on my work trip, I feel like I would be remiss to, to... did not mention this. We did get AOTC on Old Sarkarith, so Timbermaw Tavern has AOTC. Jerk face. <laughs> Congratulations to Timbermaw Tavern. Just y- your jerk face. Well, not the the entire guild doesn't have uh, AOTC as of this recording. They do now, but yeah, so does Alan. So, yep. Good job, both of us. 
maybe by the maybe on Thursday we will. Cause probably we slimmed down to try like we were like like okay let's just try and get it, and then next week we'll we'll get it for everyone. Well, next week we didn't get it for everyone, so, <laughs> so we still we still gotta we still gotta get back in there and get it for everybody. So, but, but I happen to have it, so yay me. <laughs> I happen to have it, me. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, not having AOTC, I don't know. Call me a jerk face and stuff. Uh, <laughs> what you been up to, Allie? Oh my goodness, so much. So we, of course, I mean, as you all f- heard and figured out already, Mr. Jen and Mrs. Jen were here and we had a great time. Went to a concert, Mr. bowling Jen. and hiking and uh, Mr. Jen. It's fancy. I'm going with it. And uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was a blast having them there. I was just, I was sad when they left. We had a really good time. I'm even wearing the, the shirt. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, wearing a shirt from the concert. It's a good concert. It was. It was a great concert. Fabulous. Yeah. So that was a, a great fun having them here. And it was funny because after they left, my dogs smelled the area that you guys were at at the table the next day so much like where are they they're not here they were here i still smell them <laughs> and like for a good like five minutes just smelling that area that you guys were sitting that's adorable they missed you too yeah Cara was like i need <laughs> to bark at this person if they're gonna move yes i, I must <laughs> as he does if they're sitting nicely and he likes them then that's fine he gives them kisses and you know tickles mrs jen's feet by you know giving her kisses and stuff it's fine but if they get up to move, no, no. So he lets them know it's against it's the rules. House. It's against the rules. Ridiculous dog. He's getting to be an old man now. It's fine. Anyways, <laughs> beyond beyond that wonderful visit. Otherwise, we're just going to talk about that visit the whole time because it's awesome. Uh, I started a new job. I went to the Renaissance Festival and I did not get AOTC. Now, we are consistently getting to phase three pretty well. We're not all alive, but at least half the rays came to phase three. <laughs> um, but at least it's like happening consistently. So, I mean, we have some intense issues happening, but maybe this week maybe. or next week. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, well, we'll see. good. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, all phalanx. Good luck. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> I believe in you. You can do it. We can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You gotta do it. Right? As the, as the silly thing says. Yeah. Okay. Well, beautiful. We got anything else? No, I think we should move on. Oh, okay. We'll do this. Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. That's true. What are we What, what, what are we drinking? Oh, um, timey-wimey goodness. Also known as the Time Stone. It's, it's Avengers themed, but it's also timey-wimey goodness. Or, you know, it's timey-wimey decentness, in my opinion. <laughs> Like, I was trying to find, like, time-themed cocktails and have fun with it because of, you know, reasons. And it was more challenging than I thought. And I kept finding this one. I'm like, you know what? It's Avengers. I don't care. We're going with it. Time Stone. Let's do it. Yeah, I agree. That's good. I mean, it's it's pretty decent. So uh, using our our silly rating scale of, Allie, would you create this drink uh, again with its... Rum, triple sec, blue caracal, orange juice, Sprite, and d- d- dust. I, 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 I didn't use. Did you use the dust? I didn't did use you the get dust. fancy? I didn't uh, use I mean, the I dust. Did, I did not use the, the edible glitter. 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like the. Sh- I mean, the shimmer was really cool looking, but I didn't. I chose not to spend that money because I don't know so how it was I would actually use it. That so was optional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? So, what are you making again? It oddly tastes like orange Julius, but with blue Krakow whatever in it. Mm-hmm. And it's all right. Now, I use 7-Up with mine, because I, I prefer 7-Up over Sprite. I use Sprite, but I did not use Captain Morgan Spice Rum. I used Fancy <gasps> Rum. I used Fancy okay. Rum. Okay, that's, I mean, I don't like rum. to mix. I don't like to mix the Fancy Rum, but I will give you that. That, that is an acceptable substitute. I mean, the other substitute would have been um, Captain Morgan White Rum. And I was like, eh, I don't think that it would go. Yeah, this, the, you needed the Spice Rum with this for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, I don't know if I would make it again. I mean, it's pretty and it's it's decent enough, but I don't think it's my like in my wheelhouse of like go to drinks, you know? Yeah, I I feel like rather than using the blue, blue Caracao, because really clearly the purpose of this drink was to, hey, let's make something green. They could have yeah, just used Midori, right? You would have gotten nice and green at that point. You could have done something fun with a whole melon liqueur. So would I make this again myself? No, no. Especially since I use fancy rum. I felt like that was a waste of fancy rum. <laughs> See, I don't mix a fancy rum. Well, yeah, but, you know, like I said, I didn't want to. I didn't want. I was like, you know what? Yeah, fair. And fair. at the same time, I feel like you would have judged me even harsher if I had used the other spice rum that I had available to me, which was... Sailor Jerry and <laughs> I would have judged you so hard, so hard. Well, good call, sir. Good call. Yeah. So uh, I went fancy with it, but yeah, no, I'm and the time stone. It's like I said, it's pretty. It's pretty, but the it's a it's a, it's a no for me. It wasn't hard to make though. It wasn't hard. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, it was it was easy. Yeah. I after starting a new job this week, I was kicking my butt. And my brain meats are squishy every night. I was going for easy. Yeah, well, you succeeded on easy. Um, I feel like they could have stepped up the flavor. <laughs> yeah, it was an experiment. Yeah, it is. And that's all right. Not not every right. drink's going to be, you know, a home run. That's true. And not every drink is going to be a home run or home star runner or whatever. <laughs> home star runner. <laughs> Welcome to homestar10.net. It's dot com. Oh, right. Homestar10.net. It's Well, uh, I'm assuming we can probably jump forward to the next bit that I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, you can. All right. Well, uh, hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Um, do you like supporting shows that talk about the hobbies and interests that you uh, are also into? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Do you sometimes feel lost in the sauce of timelines? Ooh, this is a fun one. Do you think that time <laughs> keeps slipping, slipping, slipping into the future? If you've answered yes to any of those questions, stay tuned until the end of the show to find out how you can keep the show and our habits going. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? Hey, so as everyone has probably heard by now, the FTC lost. Okay, I sang twice. I'm sorry. They tried to pause the <laughs> Microsoft. A- I'm in a weary mood, I tell you. My brain meets. My brain meets. Um, so anyways, the FTC tried to pause the Microsoft ABK deal, w- you know, which we've, we've talked about before. And that was denied by a federal judge. And then the FTC, acronyms, FTC scrambled to do everything they could to extend the restraining order they had on the merger. And it was almost instantly instantly rejected. 
just like, boom, judge is like, no, you're done. Shut up. Basically, it's how I took it. Now, of course, there's there's an appeal. But according to Microsoft, FTC's appeal filing did not, quote, identify a single legal error in the court's reasoning, nor any reason that further comp- complaints would actually change the outcome of the case. And the judge agreed. Now, the other speed bump, however, for this deal to go through is the UK and their Commerce and Markets Authority, or CMA. Now, however, they are taking another look and actually actively working on solutions to satisfy their stipulations instead of just saying, no, they're working, they're communicating, it's important. So as we've talked in the past, the remaining issue with them is the cloud gaming aspect. Microsoft is proposing to restructure in order to give up some control of their cloud gaming business to a third party in order to make it all work. This kind of allows them to sidestep the UK's original veto decision. From what I've gathered from various articles, because a ton got released in the last week or so, both CMA and Microsoft agreed to halt this appeals process so they can actually work on this new deal, this new agreement. That's good. However, the timing of that all does put the original Microsoft ABK merger deadline in trouble because that deadline was supposed to be today. Oh, hey there, everyone. Editor Jin just jumping in to say, don't worry, the deadline for the merger is now October 18th. So look forward to that. Okay, bye. It's it's okay. And all signs point to the deal closing eventually. And people on both sides of the merger are optimistic. Yay. Yeah, I, I even saw a tweet from Microsoft that was like, hey, we came to an agreement with Sony. Came, came to an agreement. Or Call of Duty. It's going to be it's gonna be on PlayStation and Xbox for, you know, for the foreseeable 10-year future at minimum. And so, yeah, it seems like things are moving forward. So um, I think at some point we could probably eventually do the the Goodbye Toby song, but just replace it with Bobby, right? Goodbye, Bobby. Goodbye. (laughs) I feel like we should actually do that. (laughs) (laughs) Although he's not going away fully. Isn't he staying on as like some kind of stupid advisory role or something? Probably some stupid advisory. Yeah, yeah, Once we get AKA, the details, he's we just going to try to rake up some more money, you know? Probably some stupid crap like that. But hey, if we could uh, at least, you know, I, I, you know, if, he, if he's not the CEO, I think it were, it, it merits a, uh, a, a singing of goodbye, Toby. But obviously, I agree. Bye. I agree. Any other thoughts on this business? No, it just seems like um, path is getting clearer. And uh, yeah. the, the, the things are becoming unmuddied. And uh, it seems to me like I would say this time next year, that freaking Blizzard launcher is going to be like brought to you by Microsoft. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Like three, and four then years time, it's going to be like, like, like Game a, Pass. Yeah, there's going to be a button that's like, oh, <laughs> you can send this to Microsoft Outlook or the Microsoft Teams. And <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I don't want any more Microsoft Outlook in my life now. <laughs> Because that's a, a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be funny if they started incorporating it with their like office suite. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do this? I don't know. We could. <laughs> that's a weird combination. Yeah, Word, Excel, and Wow. Rather than rather than integrating with Twitter, you can integrate with Teams. 
they they bring Clippy back, but Clippy's a Warcraft character. Uh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. It's the, it's the I, I, I would actually go for that. There's going to be like an add-on that you can get replaces all Murlocs as Clippies. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, I want this now. Uh, I don't. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, should we move on? I think we should. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? Time riffs. So, patch 1015 came out recently. And while we did get a mega dungeon with a lot of story that goes along with it, we want to give people a chance to play that before we dive in too deep. Plus, admittedly, I have not had a chance to run it. Have you had to run the mega dungeon yet? I plugged it and I made it. For, for, okay, I got to a Riddicron. I got to a Riddicron. Fair. It was. It's like 11 p.m. and we're like, okay, we're, we're done. We're, we're, yeah. We'll try again later. I'm hoping this weekend, my, most of my guilds are already doing it or have done it. So I, I've missed out because of schedules and stuff. They're running it right now as well. And I'm recording this instead. So I'm hoping this weekend, maybe. But either way, we want to play it all the way through. We want to give you a chance to play it. That will be the next episode, most likely. You've been warned. Okay? Oh, it will be. I'm doing the notes. It will be. It's, it's doing it. Yeah. We're, I'm sorry. I already spoiled myself on the on the cutscenes. Oh, we're doing it. There we go. You've been warned. We're, we're doing it. For now, though, we're, we're going to chill a bit. We're going to take some time with the time riffs. Now, this is a new event in game that came with the patch. Most people probably ever heard of it. Jen, have you had much of a chance to run these yet? Or look at the rewards or anything like that? I've run two. Um, so I feel like in like Charlie and the Chaka Factory where it's like, I've had two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not, not a lot. Um, the first one I ran was instance full and it kicked me out. I was like, oh, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't get that one. And then I then I did one where it's I guess the old 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 Roth is the one that yeah. I, I wound up doing. So um it should, be, it should be a fun one to talk about because I think that, in my personal opinion, it might be the most interesting of them all. So I'm glad I got that one. <laughs> I have not gotten that one. I wanted to. So I also had similar issues whereas instance not found or the lag was insane. And oh, then yeah, all of a sudden yeah. the Playing boss PowerPoints. Yeah, I've experienced <laughs> yes. that a couple times. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. The la- so that's another reason we want to take a time to really dive into this because... The lag is such an issue and it's over and done so quickly that I guarantee you're, you're pro- I can't guarantee most likely <laughs> you've missed something or we've missed something. So it's fun to talk about. Like, for example, the the first little questing part is before you go into the actual rift. Have you popped the bubbles yet? Maybe. I think I want to say yes. There's a murloc running around uh-huh. blowing bubbles and you have to like pop the bubbles like you just run or ride into them you pop bubbles uh, no okay i haven't done that i, I think i just the I best just, just running around and killing things is what i was doing so they're like really oh, that's coming through the time rift ah! i was just i was killing things I, I, I didn't know what i was doing it was after raid one night and i'm just like okay what, what's happening here all right <laughs> i get i get really excited when i get the popping bubbles one and then I feel like a kid if someone else pops my bubble before I get to it. And I'm like, no, it's my bubble. Don't pop my bubbles. 
Yeah, it's kind of how I felt with the the, the yes chef stuff. Uh, whenever you get to <laughs> smoosh the when you get to smoosh the crabs. So yes. I, I like it. Smoosh, yes. smoosh the crabs. Smoosh it. Smoosh. It's my crab. <laughs> so yes, yeah, just I, like I, that. I, I, I totally understand that. That's, that's, I, I understand. It's also been fun to see the different NPCs that come out, like Ursok the Destroyer. Uh huh. Yeah, Ursok the Destroyer. Yep. Got mad that with Tammy Blizz. He's the destroyer. Wrecking me with Urzok. Uh, Twilight Prophet Chogal. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He went and got himself a promotion there. At least that version of him. Uther the Deathbringer is another one Ooh, I saw. That's a good one. Huh? That was yeah, good. Right? Cool. It, was, it was actually, it was, it's hard to kind of see them in the mush of like people and yeah. spell animations. Uh-huh. But from what I can make out, he looked really cool. Like, oh, um, so cool. Uh, right? He's dead three seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I also got to see uh, last night because I was trying to I was trying to run as many time riffs as my like free time will allow me. Try to do these show notes didn't go very well, but <laughs> I did get a chance to see Verisa Windrunner at the Banshee Queen. Ooh, Verisa Windrunner. Yeah, nice. So uh, it was fun. I got excited to see all those NPCs, but you know, different. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, I thought before we look at the different time rifts, we would take a minute to go over what we've learned about time rifts. Especially, you know, you talked to Stormy a little bit in the beginning, and she she actually explains it, which is kind of nice. So as we know, all there's alternate timelines, which means there's alternate realities. And in case in case you didn't read it, Sora Dormi, which is kind of fun to say, from the Bronze Dragon Flight, you know, like I said, actually does a good job describing them. She explains that most time wine, time ways, wow. Time wines. Time ways. Time wines. <laughs> My brain combined timelines and time ways. Time wines. Into time, yep. Said squishy brain. Uh, so <laughs> she explains that most time ways do not threaten ours and that they extend across dimensions that are distant from and askew to our own timeline. And there's not supposed to be any threat of them ever crossing over. As it turns out, though. Some of them do stretch perilously, why is it hard to say, perilously close to our timeline. And when we experience turbulence in our timeline, this can cause the veil between our reality and the adjacent timeways to wear thin or just outright tear open. Yeah, you got to put your seatbelt on with the turbulence, you know. Yeah. Yeah, They put that seatbelt sign on. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Uh, And I'm just getting this weird image of like chromey. As like the captain coming over the speaker, talking about the turbulence. Yeah, as the captain speaking, chromy, chromy, domy, chromy, domy, Cronormu, I believe, is uh, their actual full name. Hey, I'm sure somewhere in the timeways there's a chromy domy. Chromy domy. It's probably a bald chromy. <laughs> I mean, did you see all the different chromies? There probably is. It's chromie dummy. There's a chromie out there somewhere. And her name's chromie dummy. <laughs> Man, why don't I work for Blizzard? That'd be good. I'm like, how about you make a, how about you make a bald chromie? Huh? A little, little representation for the for the, for those of the uh, lacking uh, hair. <laughs> Color chromie dummy. <laughs> There you go. It's actually, it really does fit in naturally, I will say. <laughs> totally does. Totally does. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, we're not going to go ever over every little itty bitty thing that happens. 
And along the way, there's quests you can pick up for the achievement Temporal Acquisition Specialists. Ooh. We're, we're not going to go over all those either, but you know, we're going to point out some interesting ones, maybe. We're going to take some time, kind of wonder if, what if these rifts were the reality in our timeline? A little, little bit of you know, Marvel what if adventure here. And if you didn't know, so where Sora Dormy is, right? And if you're facing her, to the left is all the NPCs with the vendors with all the cool stuff you can get, right? But behind her is there's some like tables and like little stuff set out. And all those little items you're picking up, you can actually, they're actually back there. And you can go and like interact with them and learn just a, just a little bit more about them. It's kind of cool. I'm going to have to check that out because I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. So it's kind of, I mean, again, nothing is huge, like lore bomb, drop, whatever. Some of them are more like, hmm, that's interesting kind of thing. And a couple of them are silly. So especially when you give Sora Dormy a fish. But um, <laughs> you give her a fish? Yeah, one of them is a fish. Hmm. So I'm going to give Sora Dormy a fish. All right. Sweet. And she doesn't know what to do with it. She's like, it's a fish. Th- thanks. <laughs> Basically how that goes. It was actually kind of funny. Th- th- thank you? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> yes. Uh, so the first timeline I want to go over, and I finally got to do this last night. I died in it. Um, Asmorn. Have you done Asmorn? You haven't done Asmorn yet, right? You just done the older author kind. Yep. So Asmorn is a timeline in which the Scourge managed to win the war and overrun Azeroth. And in that one, you fight Lich King at his throne in ICC. No, like, different title or anything. It's just straight up Lich King. I did notice, though, there is no Bolvar. Bolvar is not chained up there all burnt to a crisp. That makes sense. Makes sense. So I'm wondering if in that timeline, if he died. Uh, or at the very least, uh, Bolvar um, gave in. Is actually probably what happened. Ooh, yeah, that's a good touch too, yeah. So if the Scourge won... My guess is Bolvar was officially corrupted by the Lich King. He he's like you know as we you know went into Ice Crown. You, I'm sure you've heard it about a bajillion and one times as you're trying to um, you know get yourself an invincible mount. Where he says, "I will never serve you." I will never serve you. Right? Uh, just like that. Let's, just like that. Let's just assume that old Lichy Poo was able to succeed. And yeah, uh, if you turn him into like the leader of the four horsemen or something like that, he probably would have wrecked shop and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, Tyrion would have died and and yeah, it would have been bad and it's just, and yeah, the Scourge would have won. Yeah, look at that. It all hinges on old Bolvar. I think is a, is a decent way of even imagining this. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it, it makes me like a lot of these timelines make me wonder how the future would go. You know, so say, you know, the Scourge managed to win the war and overrun Azeroth. How would that impact, say, Nazoth? Well, um... And and that whole, you know, and a BFA era. So that's good. That's, that's, that's a, a, a tricky one. A tricky one. So, like, Nazoth and the old gods in, in general. Because, like, maybe you can... Uh, Maybe we can extrapolate even further and think that, oh, maybe the reason why the Scourge won is uh, that whole um, 
you know, for a Yogg-Saron fight was too difficult, because if you ever did that back in Wrath, it was pretty challenging back in the day. When it was. <laughs> it was. tried to do it. And let's say, uh, yeah, the heroes went into Ulduar and they never, they never came out. Um, what would the, what would that mean for the old gods? Oh, Yogg, yeah, then Yogg would still be alive. Right. So it's like, would, would, would the, the powers of death, right? Which were more like the, the Lich King was aligning to say no Legion, like the ultimately Chronicle was what it said. Legion, Legion, no, we don't like you, Legion. Because again, that's what Ner'zhul was like, I freaking hate the Legion, right? Because makes sense. They tortured the crap out of them. So totally makes sense. And, but yeah, the, the whole, the old gods, we'll see. They're aligned with Void. They don't really get along with Chaos all the time. So. I don't know. I don't think they like it. But I think if the entire planet was overrun by Scourge, eventually the Scourge would probably just destroy the old gods. Is, is actually kind of how I would imagine the way it would probably play out. Maybe. What happens when the Burning Legion shows up? Honestly, the Scourge probably wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Legion expansion happens and the Lich King wins. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably what would happen. Like, the only reason why I could think that the Lich King wouldn't win is you wouldn't have Illidan on his side, right? Because right. Illidan was a big part of that. So, hey, yes, maybe the Legion just wipes out Azeroth and we die because, you know, there was no one to get Illidan back, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, if, it, if you kind of go through the timelines of Wrath, it means... There is no cataclysm, right? There's no, I mean, if there is, it's like the Scourge just killed Deathwing. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then if there's no cataclysm, there's no Mist of Pandaria expansion. They're just hiding down in there in the mists. Right. So they're like, oh, we're just gonna stay down here. Thank you. <laughs> and then there's obviously no Warlords Drano and all that kind of stuff. So, Right. And if there's no Warlords, where Gul'dan came and basically was the one that actually kind of like took Illidan out of his prison initially because he wanted like the soul and all that of, of Illidan to power right. himself. Yeah, they never would have brought Illidan back and Illidan wouldn't have done the whole, you know, keystone or they, they, and did the like one of my favorite cutscenes of the planet is for Khadgar going, what the did you do? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. I like that one. Sometimes the hand of fate must be pushed or something. I don't know. That Forced? Uh, yeah, something like that. So here's a question then, okay? You're saying the Scourge would beat Deathwing. Probably, yeah. So that means in order that means the other dragon aspects didn't have to give up their powers in order to defeat Deathwing. Sure. Do you think the aspects would have had a chance to stop the Scourge? I mean, obviously they would have had a chance, but basing on this timeline, I'm assuming they failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, true, true. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, good point. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But why would they have failed? I don't know. Maybe they just didn't act soon enough. Because I mean, Malagos, who freaking knows? Nasdormu, hey, he probably knew what was going on at the time because he wasn't doing his. Oh, my vision. I can't see. Right. Um. Yasera was just probably asleep at the time because she wasn't even uh, Yasera the Awakened until the events of Cataclysm. And, right. Uh, so, yeah, it would have just been left to practically... Well, I mean, if you really think about it, 
if ever if the if the scourge just wiped out everything, there would be no thrall to help out Alexstrasza and like all of the, the issues that she ran oh, into. Oh, good call. Probably yeah. would have the scourge. She probably, probably wouldn't be there either. Scourge probably would have wiped out all the eggs. Uh, you know, and just yeah. ran roughshod over everything. So yeah, I mean, at, at that point, aspects would have been either killed or they, they would have just said, "Well." I am the life binder, um, and there ain't much life going on around here. Uh, crap. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean like, maybe she could burn the undead to try and bring them back. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> you know like a boulevard style, I, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel, I feel, because if Thrall wasn't back to bring her, if Thrall wasn't there to bring her back from the brink, I, th- I think she would have been sitting over there in Desolus still in the fetal position. And when the scourge came her way, she'd been like, eh, all right, this is fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably what would have happened in terms of the aspects. Because like I said, Ysera was more asleep and concerned with the Gamble dream at the time. She hadn't woken up until, the, like I said, the events, the cataclysm when all the the wild gods were returning and things along those lines. And No, no Stormy wasn't all clouded at that point. Yeah, but he was frequently caught in different timelines, and Thrall even caught Fair, that's him out. true. Thrall literally brought, like, was able yeah. to, like, taught him Zen and b- being in the now, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I got it. That's true. And the fact that... Malagos would probably be hanging out with Cindergrosa. And honestly, I still kind of laugh a little bit, is that... I mean, we just literally had a cutscene where Nazdromu said, I have lived a million lifetimes. And the fact that Thrall was like... Hey, man, why don't you just think about the now, man? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right? Like, Nazdorbu would do, like, you think I haven't thought of that? <laughs> I think that's how I'd actually would have gone down. But, hey, you know, we, when you have the, the keeper of time, sometimes you have to push him off to the side or, you know, basically Richard Neck didn't know what to do with someone that powerful. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah, if old, if old Lichipoo won, I think, yeah, because I, I think that is a, a big oversight that Rathion and, um, you know, friggin' Ner'zhul and the Lich King had, had, is they assumed that, oh, we're just going to beat the Legion when they come here. It's going to be the Legion to come here. They, they come, we win. They come, we win. And sure, that can work so many times. But if you didn't do what Illidan did of take the fight to them and basically cut the, you know, cut a whole the Argus and the world soul and the, the, that out of the picture and the, the soul engine, I think is what they were, they called it and they were using it for. You're just, right. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they were able to respawn the demons instantaneously rather than, you know, waiting to have much time. Yeah, without without Illidan's kind of like thought of saying, yeah, sure, let's just say we can win this war when they when it come here. They're gonna be back. And they're gonna be back again. And they're gonna be back yep. again. And guess what happens? They be, they destroy a world and they become stronger. They destroy another world, they become stronger. They destroy another world, they become stronger. And then eventually they're gonna get here and, and yeah, it's a it's a losing battle that we we have to go on the offensive if we're going to win this. And right, Illidan, with for all of his flaws and everything, he's the only one that apparently had that bright idea of doing it. So uh, I say, 
Um, in this timeline, the Legion wins. Everything is becomes moot because Sargeras destroys all life and uh, heat death of the universe and then blah blah blah. Nothing. <laughs> there you go. That's that's what that happens. Sounds right. In the long I like run. it. It's good. It's good. Uh, a couple items that you can pick up for quests that are associated with Asmorn that I had to bring out because it's interesting to me at least. You can get the Corrupted Ashbringer and it says, in this weapon's timeway, it was never cleansed of corruption. Best take care not to touch it directly. Yeah. If it, so if it was never cleansed of corruption, yeah, it's like a mo, mo grain kind of thing. Yeah, it's right. Never never properly cleansed. So yeah, yeah, I could, I, I could see, yeah. Without Ashbringer there, I could see why the Lich King won. Cause yeah, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of just, just a wee bit, just a wee bit. Yeah, it was, it was kind then, of a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> and then up in the area where you fight Lich King and realize that it's not an easy fight because he actually does defile during these time rifts. Still, a uh, gilded vase is what you can find. It's a large golden vase. A quickly, a quickly, a quick glance inside indicates a black dirt-like substance. An odd find at the top of Ice Crown. Hmm. Possibly the urn of King Tyrannus, I'm guessing? Yeah, it's... Could be. A gilded vase. A black dirt substance. At first I was like, maybe it's a phylactery, and I thought about more, and I'm like, no, it's it's probably the urn of King Tyrannus. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of that would make any sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll go with that. We're gonna move on to, we're gonna move on to the next one, which was a pain to look up um because <laughs> well because i was trying to because i was it was actually kind of hard to find because not everyone has been reporting on like what is the boss of each time rift and where do you fight them it's more about like the rewards and the quest items and all that and so when i would look up this time rift so this is azeroth but it's a-z-e-r-o-t-h you know gnome style right and uh I, I wasn't sure about this one. So credit to Manny from 4 Azeroth. Thank you, Manny. So I, I messaged him last night because I still did not get Azeroth. And when you Google this timer, if they're like, oh, you want to know about Azeroth? We'll tell you about the world of Azeroth. Like, I know this already. <laughs> I need the timer, damn it. Um, so in this timeline, King Mechagon succeeded in activating his doomsday device, wiping Azeroth out of all organic life. Yep. And I kind of... I, I kind of assume we fight King Mechagon, but I wasn't sure where. So Manny confirmed for me that it takes place in the same room that you fight him originally within the city of Mechagon. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Makes sense. Um, yep, yep, yep. And it the the quest times were kind of like they weren't super excited. It's, you know, there's a mechanized cog on it that says Mechaniz mechanization is the only way to true peace. So you can kind of get an idea what's going on there. Um, so what what do you think would happen if uh, King Mechagon actually wiped Azeroth out of all organic life? Okay, so this took place in uh, the timeline of Battle for Azeroth is when they were shooting, shooting to do that. We went to Mechagon and, you know, Najatar was happening at the same time. And then eventually we fought Nazoth because, as we remember, there is no old gods in Battle for Azeroth. That oh, no, 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 no old gods at all. So, um, yeah, if it just kind of mechanized all organic life, I mean, do you think Nazoth was mechanized? That'd have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
now I want to see a mechanism is off. It's kind of an organic, squishy thing. In a, in a, in a sense. Kind, kind right? of, yeah. So, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. So he's like, oh, we got to turn back the, the clock on this whole curse of flesh. So we'll just mechanize everyone. Though, if he just this doomsday device, is he able to mechanize even the old gods and any and all other organic life on there? I think that would be funny. Uh, pretty sure the Titan Keepers and Watchers would be free and clear because those aren't organic. Right, uh, they're not organic. Yeah, stone and now, metal. Now, would they would they rise up against the mechanized creatures uh, in an attempt to try to save Azeroth, or would they freak out at the sight? Of a mechanized Nazoth and just decide to say F it and hit the beep boop. Yeah, I and think. And reoriginate the whole place. Yeah, I think this would have been a possible reorigination type of event, right? Just, just wipe clean slate, fix it all. Especially because if we're going with the assumption that this really is going to mechanize all organic life, that means you've got mechanized ass dragon aspects now, right? Mechanized Alexstrasza, mechanized Malagos. Well, not Malagos. Malagos is dead at this point. So mechanized. Yes, yes. Uh, mechanized Caligos, right? Uh, mechanized it all. So I don't know. It's kind of funny, but I don't really know what the ultimate thing is because the Legion was already defeated. So we don't have that big looming event. Right. It's probably just going to be, oh, the big Cosmo Disco War happened and then bad things happen and um, uh, the void wins I don't know <laughs> some crap like that probably because then we wouldn't have been able to stop the jailer right right we wouldn't have fixed the whole situation with the arbiter well I mean but yeah the, the jailer we wouldn't have, we never would have stopped the jailer but at the same time Sylvanas's plans probably would have been scrapped because she would have become yeah. mechanized true true so she would have been like, uh, Duffa? <laughs> 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 Try to reach out to the old, um, I don't know, to, to the boss man of the jailer with the you know, help of uh, talking to some dreadlords. And old Nathrazim probably would have looked at her and said, I don't know, man. Like, this wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Daddy D. Oh, Daddy D. Probably would have recognized the Bolvar up on the on the frozen throne, even possibly yeah. mechanize the. It would have been really funny if it mechanized the, <laughs> the helmet. So <laughs> it's like, oh, it's you know, you rip it apart now and it doesn't doesn't do anything. Doesn't doesn't work. But at the same time, there's a chance that oh, Azeroth, it's all mechanized now. Oh, it's all mechanized. It's like and it's not like yeah. we inherently had to serve King Mechon. I mean. Unless we have to. I mean, that's maybe that's the part of the, the doomsday device that it's like, oh, we all are fall under the sway of King Mechagon now. Maybe. Maybe it's just like, oh, okay. No more Shadowlands expansion. And then the jailer pulls off whatever the jailer really wanted to do of recruit breaking maybe. this clockwork universe. And, and that, that it would be super clockwork because, you know, Mechagons, right? Okay, <laughs> so. Or, or. The Titans don't like the idea of King Mechagon and everything that happened and, you know, know, thought of maybe everyone serves him. So they hit the re- the, the B-boop, right? Restart everything. Doesn't that kind of kill everyone and then send them to the Shadowlands? And then would that make 
all of that even more powerful at that point. So like Daddy D and Jailer, like they would be more powerful. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. That's a that's only one thing we didn't consider. I mean, can you imagine like what the Kyrian would have thought if the beep boop went off? Right? The, the whole origination device that just re-originated an entire planet, the Kyrian would show up. What the what is that? <laughs> Nobody sold this. <laughs> right. This Gosh. is genocide at a planetary scale. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to move on to the next one. We're going to go over this pretty quickly. I posted something for you to read, but I'm not going to like read all of that, obviously. Uh, so the next one is <laughs> Asmerloth, which I was so excited. This is back. It is a timeline in which events mostly seem to go according to our main timeline, but the only race inhabiting Azeroth are... Murlocs. Yep. Yeah. I would go. I, I went. I went to live in this timeline. Uh, so we fight Gilladin at. Sorry, Gildan, not Gilladin. It's Gildan at Wormrest Temple. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. So you know, gold. It actually looked a little Gildanish too. They did a good job with that. Um, but the cool part of this is, well, other than Murlocs, is when we win, Alugolstaza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alugolt, Alugolt, Staza de Urgol Plawl. AKA the Murloc version of Alex Straza. The Life Binder, the Urgol Plawl. Yes, yes, the Urgol Plawl. As it is. Travels back to our timeline to actually speak with our Alex Straza, sharing that other non Murlocs have been invading their timeline. And so that Murloc actually asks for peace between our two timelines. And Alex Straza works real hard to speak in Murloc in her to her counterpart, which is kind of funny. I don't unfortunately I personally have not seen this yet because the time rift RNG gods were not kind to me. But um you can at least see the text chat of it. I'm hoping secretly that there's voice lines for this, but I doubt it. Yeah, um yeah. But it's 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 funny watching Alex Straza try really hard to speak Murloc. Okay, so here we go. Here's here's Alex Straza. Uh, this is the whole exchange. So Sordormi comes back. Alex Straza's there. Alex Straza says, uh, "Are you holding up well?" Sordormi responds, "We are." Uh, and Nerissa has been an invaluable ally so far. I'm Nerissa or whatever. How freaking know. Ah, uh, uh, here they are. Uh, Sword Army says, Welcome back. Alshaza arrived to check in while you were closing the time rift. And then, do 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 do, moving forward, and here comes Alex Straza, the life binder, but Alug Straza, Ergle, blah blah blah. <laughs> and they say, Alug Straza, And Alex Straza says, Gurgle, Gurgle, Gil, Hole, Rolling? No, that is incorrect. Rulu hurdle spawns. This is again Alugstraza. Yeah. Alugstraza, continue. I clearly need more practice, more. Again, uh. Murloc, Alex Raza here. Uh, she says, Well, that was certainly a bizarre situation. Um, 
They are also beset by time rifts. People from our timeline and others have been invading their timeway. She asks for peace. I accept it. Sword Army says, We have no reports of missing people. Likely time echoes are responsible. Given the current state of the timeways, I'd expect to see them eventually. Time echoes? Right. I will leave the matter of your dear capable hands. Sword Army Nerissa. It's a character name. I don't know. It has been a pleasure. I totally did not expect you to read all of that. <laughs> I I put it there mostly so you could see that it was funny and you just like you ran with it. <laughs> Which made it even better. <laughs> yeah, I, I particularly enjoyed Alex Straza. Gurgle you her No, that is incorrect. <laughs> right, that was the best part. <laughs> I clearly need more practice. Yeah, she she tried. Like I said, she tried real hard. <laughs> yeah, it worked though. It worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she got it. She 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 understands. Merkelish. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's really not much else for this one, and because it really runs parallel to our timeline, I don't think we really need to go over the what if. Murlocs. That's the what if. <laughs> And I would dance all the time. Moving on to the next time rift at as as wrath as wrath, right? As a wrath, as as wrath. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So this is a timeline in which the Burning Legion won the War of the Ancients, and Azroth is now covered in demons. And the boss you fight is a lord. Is sorry, Illidan Stormrage, Lord Regent of Kalimdor. And you fight him on the platform that you fight Kill Jaden in, in uh, Tumasargaris. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. And something I found really interesting in this. The quest item you could pick up is an antlered skull. Yeah, yeah, it's Malfurion's. <laughs> yep. 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 It says, does not appear to be fell corrupted. As you move your hand closer, you feel a sense of calm emanating from it. And then later on, when you look at it with Sora Dormy, she says... And we thought their family problems in our timeline were bad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other item actually was also interesting. It's a map of Suramar. An uncorrupted yet significantly more feral and malnourished night elf gives this to us saying, nice world, no legion, no fell. If you can, if you can, send help. Suramar, ask for Tyrande. The flavor Texans item says it's not clear if this timeway Suramar is hidden, but it does seem to be in the pl- same place as the Suramar in your own timeline. And apparently Toronto's uh, ruling there. Makes sense. I'm guessing. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. This is, so, this, this is an interesting one. Yeah. It's interesting. So what if, dear Jen, what, what if the Burning Legion won War of the Ancients? Okay. So let's start with the, we got Illidan Stormrange, Lord Regent of Kalimdor. Most likely, my guess here is that when Malfurion and Toronto tried to go after Illidan to like kind of convince him, to, to like, hey, what are you doing, you crazy psychopath? Why'd you switch sides? Um, seems to me like they just straight up failed or Illidan killed him. Because I don't know, like the big moment in time for Illidan supposedly is when Sargeras burnt his eyes out and he was even a vision to see how vast and numerous the Legion truly was. And it seemed like one of the big moments here is that he just probably decided that 
can't beat him, join him. Right? <laughs> right. So Illidan, in this timeline, decided that, yeah, he just he's going to just be with the Legion. Yep. The, the Legion to end is not the only thing he desired. All right, so he, he went for something else. So, yeah, I mean, it, if this is a, I don't know, like, this is such a, like, yeah, because I don't think any, we we don't have enough information to really say one way or the other of what would ultimately happen here. But most likely, yeah, the Legion is just going to win. Azeroth is dead. It's 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 gone for. And then, yeah, yeah, life as we all know it in the known universe will end and blah, 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 blah. Sargeras ultimately wins. Bada bing, oh, bada yeah, bada. for sure. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Unless Illidan is playing the super long game of the, like, oh, I'm, I'm really, I'm really a double agent. Maybe, <laughs> I kind of doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt it. I mean, if he killed Malfurion. <laughs> right, <that's, laughs> yeah, probably not. Scalped <laughs> him, gosh. Um, fill, filleted, filleted him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you're, you're right with that one. Yeah, I just I can't think of anything else that would come from it. I mean, if the the Legion if the Legion wins, it's pretty like, oh, yep. <laughs> it's it's kinda over. <laughs> I mean, do, do you agree? I mean, I, I can't think of anything else. Like that's kinda like the I do agree. And now I'm kinda wondering what happens with the old gods on there, but really, if Sargeras gets a chance to win, then it's like he's not gonna worry about the old gods. <laughs> he would like to destroy them and he will. Yeah. Yeah. Probably chippy chop the planet. Yep. For sure. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Let's move on. Uh, as Groth. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess I say it. It's a timeline in which the Black Empire continues to its reign on Azeroth, turning it into a dead planet ravaged by the old gods. This Azeroth is a dead planet fed upon by the old gods for millennia with no titans, dragons, or champions to top them. Yeah. Yep, yep. So the boss is the Fury of Nazoth, where we fight him, like the first part of when we fight him, when we're still like outside, and there's like the, the, the big old tentacles that like slap the ground, and it's before you're like, and then, and then you get down a little bit, and then Rathian goes, stop, and all that, right? So kind of fight him on the outside there. And the, uh, the items you get, it's 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 all right. Um, one of them is a chipped stone tablet. The flavor text says, "You found this discarded in As Askaroth. Who or what wrote it is unclear." And we give it to Sorodormi. She says, "This is from the Black Empire. It does not look corrupted. Perhaps we should be careful, nonetheless." Though it doesn't look corrupted, which I thought found really interesting. I also found interesting that the other item is an amber sword. The flavor text of it says. There are chips, dents, and scratches along this blade. It has clearly seen battle for a very long time. Against what is unclear. So I kind of feel if there's a chipstone tablet that is not corrupted and possibly not Black Empire related and an amber sword, someone is trying to stand up to the Black Empire in this timeline. I could be wrong, but that's just my thought. Uh, the I mean, the, could that be the... Or maybe someone fighting for them, like they're... Claxi? Yeah, because if it's Amber Sword, it's definitely going to be the, the Claxi. Yeah, that makes sense. Because they were super big team, you know, yeah. old god. You know, we were like best friends with them, and they're like, <laughs> that was for the 
Heart of Nizar or Heart of Yazariah showed up. So, <laughs> yeah, we're switching sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and the I think if I remember correctly, there was a very interesting thing, a little fun tidbit. And maybe you've seen this, maybe you've seen this somewhere. Apparently, there was a, uh, one of the mini bosses in here. It said like the name of the, the place. And, and I'm, I'm trying to see if I can find it, I'm trying to see if I can find it. But it was and but specifically the the mini boss, it said it was like um, Harbinger of whatever. And it was some some name and it was specifically a name that um, Zalatath at one point called out like it's like, oh, it was like a like a de- almost like a dead planet or something like that. That was so it's just cool that they're bringing in those kind of like little flavory texts where you're like, yeah, where if, if you've. You know, if you've played a Shadow Police and you kind of like are digging into all the little things it said, and the fact that it was connected back to just some random line that Zalatath said, super freaking cool that they're even doing all this. I, I just think that's fun. I mean, does it tell us anything? Not really. It just was like, oh, no. it's the thing that Zalatath at one point mentioned. I just think it's like, wow, that's good job. It's, it's good. Good job. Uh, you know archivist team that can pull this crap out of their butt and <laughs> figure yeah, out how like to link it all together. They're, they're finding like they're there's such a rich history in this lore and so much of it is not in game or never addressed in game. So like they're they're finding ways to bring them in even if it's just like little nods or to like little flavor text like that. Like I they they had fun creating these time riffs. You 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 can tell. Oh yeah. Yeah for sure. All right, so what happens? Black Empire rules Azeroth, turns into a dead planet, ravaged by the old gods. Yeah, I think it's more than a dead planet that it even doesn't even talk about. It's, I would say, if the Black Empire continue to rule, no Titan interference, no nothing. Yeah, it's, they get their void Titan, right? And yeah, Sargeras, Sargeras's worst fear comes to life and the void wins, you know? The you know, nothingness eventually takes over, and yeah, yep, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, it's it's like Sargeras was correct, but it's I guess they just never found Azeroth. Is probably like what happened here. <laughs> like that's the one right. little thing. Honestly, it's probably something silly in this timeline where Agrimar and Sargeras just just they never split up. They never split up to like cover more ground because it was right. actually, you know, it was, it was Agamar that found Azeroth initially. Yes, it was. And so if they, if the two of them were just sticking together and just chopping down demons, Agamar never came across it. Black Empire continued to rule. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. And they got themselves a void Titan and the Titan, the Pantheon of Order is like, oh crap, what's this? And then they probably died because. They seem to be susceptible of titans filled with the power of another realm. Kind of like how they were very susceptible to a titan full with bell power. Because <laughs> they're like, right? He like 1v6 them. <laughs> Just destroyed <laughs> them all. So that's probably what would happen with Azeroth, especially considering that they're like, Azeroth the strongest one of them all. And now they're also, she's all voided up. And yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, so if you killed Azeroth when she was voided up, you think she would go to the Void Realm and then kill a, kill a, the Arbiter version of the of Void Lord? Right. 
May, that would be interesting. <laughs> Probably would. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Azeroth went to the void the void lands? The the, the void? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nifty. <laughs> I don't know what would happen there. It's fun and to think. And then Azeroth about. becomes a void lord. Yeah, yeah, Azeroth would become a void lord. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's what happened. And then Sired and Athreus is sad. That's what would happen. <laughs> oh, Daddy D sad. Yeah, he's sad. Sad. Yeah, because they were, weren't able to pull off the whole, couldn't pull off the whole gambit of like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna take Argus and we're gonna kill the Arbiter with it, and like, there's no Argus to kill. You can't do it. They can't do it. Can't set it's up the whole plan. It's true. The jailers just sit down there going like, oh, I can't, I can't do machinations and, and plans because there's just, just it's just old gods. I can't. What am I gonna do with old gods? They don't. No, I can't. I can't. Right. Mm. So he's just sitting down in the mall. He's just like, oh, I'm sad. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. I guess we're going to, I mean, did you have any thoughts about what's going on in the Black Empire? Just No, I, f I feel like if they won, it'd be pretty all-encompassing. I don't think there's much to speculate on that one. <laughs> I mean, it'd be kind of funny if, if everything else kind of went the same way and then Velen accidentally crash landed into a void planet. Oh, crap. Oh. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be fun. Be, that's a good time. That's a good time. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna jump into the next one. Yes. So next one is Warlands. This is the one that the first time I did Time Rift, I was so excited to finally do one. Super lagged. Super duper lagged. The second time I tried to do it, super duper lagged. But the third time, finally able to complete it. This is a timeline in which the Horde and the Alliance never had any reason to band together against major threats, and the faction war continued to escalate. I'm trying to think now, if you could even make sense of that. Never never had a reason to band together against major threats? Alright. So does that mean they never had major threats, or does that, well... I mean... That either means they had no major threats, or that they just didn't band together to fight them. Because the portal did open, which we'll talk about in a minute. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the dark sure. portal opened. Obviously, because so. yeah, you, know, you got to have the horde. Right. Yeah, so it's like everything went the same up until the opening of the dark portal. And then as soon as you get into like World of Warcraft timelines, things just went crazy pants, crazy towns, because you never had the events of the Burning Crusade, right? Because, you know, Horde and Alliance were kind of working together there. You definitely never had the events of the the events of Wrath of the Lich King because that was a big one. That was one of the yeah the first time. That was the first call where people are going like, you know, we're kind of working together a lot. Why why can't we even talk to each other? Like, especially that's when they brought in, you know, Dungeon Finder. That was a but yeah, that's a that's a whole thing. That was a whole thing. <laughs> that was a whole thing. And then I guess no cataclysm, right? No cataclysm. They just they just kept fighting because they hated each other. So yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting how that would yeah. go. The the boss name as an alliance player, the boss name I got was Varian, High King of the Great Glorious Alliance. I like the fact that it's the Great Glorious Alliance. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> now I, I could have swore at one point you and I on one of our past shows read that we were supposed to be able to see Lothar, but you're going to have to be a horde player to fight him. Uh, that is um, that's. That's the that's the mega dungeon that you're doing. That's the mega dungeon. That's Never mega mind. Dungeon. Okay. Right. So I'll bet everyone probably fights Varian then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's I'm pretty yeah. sure it's 
Friggin' saw yeah, blade right, hands right. himself. <laughs> very, yeah, very. It sure. I mean, again, lagging lots of people, but I'm sure I saw, I've seen the screenshot, so I'm sure, you know, he also had saw blades when he I did. bought him. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, so there are two different items you can get. One's kind of met, but one's actually kind of interesting. So one is a blood soaked book and the flavor text for it says the blood is long since dried. Oddly, the text in this book appears to have been written after the blood dried, not prior to it being soaked in blood. But the one that I actually found interesting and actually wrote down the text for it is an oil soaked log book. And the flavor text for it says, despite the oil dripping from it, there is enough legible text to provide some clue as to the nature of this timeline it came from. Which I thought was kind of interesting. We're, we're going to read this really quick. So it says, ever since the portal opened in the Black Morass, we've been fighting the Horde. First, they took Stormwind, destroyed it, destroyed our people. Then we defeated them at Black Rock Mountain, tore their army to shreds, and harried them until their accursed portal was destroyed. Then we had peace. Miserable, loathsome, loathsome peace. People grew fat, indolent, boring. Parades were had with ribbons. Ribbons! Why do they even exist? We threw the accursed orcs into camps instead of executing them the way any reasonable person would. Finally, though, some action was had. A plague of undead started to rise, and the filthy orcs ran as we knew they would. Hails between their legs and sailed across the ocean. After the undead were stopped at Dalaran, the pathetic alliance leadership countenanced, countenanced peace. Peace! Ha! As if the horde knows peace. As if they are not weaned on bloodshed and fed their young with the bones of their enemies. And so we rose. As we needed to. As was right. We overthrew the weak alliance leaders and chased the horde across the seas. Seas, you can read. But too late, they had insinuated their ways into the land, spread across it like a parasite. They renamed themselves Blood Horde, fitting, given how easily they bleed. They chopped down the forests and dredged up the blessed oil to wage war. Foolishly, they wasted their resources, trying to fight the great glorious alliance. We cannot be beaten. We are the inheritors of this world. Its resources are ours, and we will always be victorious. We're the great glorious alliance. <laughs> the way this talks about it, it seems like the big turning point here is the alliance managed to convince or just something changed where the goblins helped the alliance. That's what seems to be the big difference here is, is that the goblins didn't seem to help the horde. You know, Gazlo and all that never went over to help them out, especially because it's like even points out that they were called the blood horde. So Orgrimmar was probably a bit different because it wasn't, you know, built by Gazlo. Because I mean, just look at freaking, you know, Varian with his all blade hands. Like, that's eh, pretty goblinous. And the fact that it's the, the beautiful, wonderful, amazing oil. Oh, oil. So good. It's the best. <laughs> that's right that's goblin talk right there that's goblin talk so yeah that's a good point i think that's a big probably like whatever happened in this timeline where things went askew because it even talks about how it's like oh freaking the scourge happened and the orcs ran right they, they went across the seas and that's you know that's where jaina and, and thrall and all them they they stopped freaking archimon and all that they, you know cool Neat. 
Uh, but the Alliance, they never, they never went over there. And they were just like hanging out with yeah. the goblins and, and they went freaking nutso with the, the war machines and just kept going crazier and crazier. And yeah, yeah, I think that's, that seems like what I, I think based on what I'm gathering here, it seems like Trade Prince Gallywix or, or whoever somehow they, they got in and good with the Alliance, you know, and <laughs> the, the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> Or something like that. I found it really interesting that it says we overthrew the weak alliance leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they, they overthrew the weak alliance leaders. I mean, obviously at the time, if we're assuming that they defeated the scourge and things like that, then Terranus would have already been killed. What other weak alliance leaders would there have been? Really, because the alliance wasn't really much of a thing. It's like because obviously we had the first alliance during the second war. That kind of crumbled and fell, fell to pieces. And then we had kind of like the human kingdoms working together during the third war, but we didn't really have an alliance, so to speak of at all. Um, so I'm just trying to figure out like what these weak alliance leaders would be that they would want to overthrow. But I don't know. Well, it's, it's interesting too, because remember we are fighting Varian, high king of the great glorious alliance. Right. So Varian is part of the one's, the group that overthrew the weak alliance leaders. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's yeah, very interesting to know what, what yeah. happened there. It was, it was kind of fun. I, I was excited to see this book because this book kind of gave us our what if, like a little more of like what actually happened in this timeline. I liked that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. I don't know. It's like it, it's like almost like okay. Imagine imagine here we have. Or maybe the crazy thing where it says we overthrew the alliance leaders. Maybe it's something as, as weird as freaking Varian got captured, right? Maybe he's, he was yeah, kept there. Yeah. And then he became, you know, Logosh and all the, the fighting and blah, 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 blah. Like, did, did did Varian never never get, like, smooshed back together? Is that, like, kind of what happened, maybe? That was actually, that was one of my first thoughts. Right, so... Especially because of the fact that it's like miserable, loathsome peace. That sounds like a crazy version of Varian uh, talking. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you know, saws for hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saws for hands. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> sounds like something Logosh would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, yeah. I mean, that's that's all that's all I can think of. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we move on to Ulderoth? Yeah, for sure. All right. Our last time rift. The one I have not had a chance to do, so I'm glad you've done it. Ulderoth is a utopia timeline in which the Titans established order with an iron fist and quashed any threats of planetary corruption. And Sordormi's thought on this is, hmm, if the Titans cleansed the world of its corruption, I wonder what happened to Azeroth's world soul. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. So the boss in this one is Freya, and we actually fight her in Lunaria. Which, if you remember, that's where we do the essence of Inar stuff in Antorus. Right. Yep. And uh, one of the items you can get for the quest is a time-displaced titanic disc. The flavor text of it says, This item is clearly of titan origin. Despite the saliva dripping from it, it still appears to be functional. And that's more compact than devices we've seen on Azeroth. So one of the questions I've had in terms of like the the what if and this whole time rift here, would this alternate reality have the same group of Titans as we do? Like, 
the Titan Pantheon do we, that we know, are they the Titan Pantheon of all these timeways? Right? Yeah, I mean, that's the assumption that we got here. Okay. Do you think this disc would actually tell us more about the fir- them or the first ones if Blizzard, Blizzard was actually nice? I, I mean, if, if someone... If someone was actually nice, most likely, <laughs> yeah, it probably would. Well, I mean, but then again, so it seems like the Titanic discs, they got they got lots of discs. So yeah, I'm sure could talk about the first ones. But with this one, it's hard to say. Um, So when you, you can go check out the item later and it gives info to a new watcher in terms of what their daily duties are. And that is tending the facilities in Azeroth. Your qualifications are optimal for the task at hand, implementing the Titan's design for this world. Each day is an exciting day, new watcher. At any moment, you may experience another attack from local wildlife. Before the Titans left this world, they documented clear and clear procedures for escalation with regards to most issues due to unanticipated aggression from the local wildlife. Some of these procedures are no longer available. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it seems like the the Titans, you know, brought down the order uh, with a with an iron fist, and uh, the organic life that uh, you know was there kind of to begin with eventually kind of like grew up around it, like maybe like the the proto drakes and things along those lines, and possibly trolls, right? Seem they seem to be more closely aligned and not Titan creations. Seem to be like they were like getting a little sick of these Titans, so they were actually. Uh, Fighting back. Yeah. It's interesting. I like that. It's funny. So uh, what if... What if that Titans establish order on Azeroth and Poshvit any threats and planetary corruption? That is an interesting question because honestly, out of all of these what ifs, this is the one that is like, I, I have nothing to go off of other than, okay, it seems like order has become the dominant force at least on azeroth and in the in the future of some cosmic war order will probably come out on top is likely what would happen here um it's the only thing that i can come up with right because everything that we've been told is azeroth is very special it's like most powerful of all the titans so this would probably foster azeroth to grow up to be big and strong very nice titany essence and yeah, I don't see any other outcome than Titans win. <laughs> That's. Do you think they establish order with an iron fist and quash any threats of planetary corruption before the curse of flesh? Yes, because I'm assuming if we're going with the assumption that they quashed all, they quashed everything, right? The only other possible thing that I can think of, especially in Sora Dormi, hints to this, is so they removed all corruption. They might have killed the world soul in the process. Because maybe they just pulled a yathage on all of the, the maybe. Gods. And oh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, because yeah. that's what Sora Dormi is like. Well, what what happened right. to Azeroth world soul? Killed it. Whoopsies. Um, because Amontool was like. I ain't got time for this crap. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just start plucking them all off. Just freaking grabbing his thing. He's just like going straight up Dr. Pimple Popper on the side of the planet. <laughs> 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 
And yeah, probably. And by the time he was done, he's like, well, that's that's not ideal. Sorry, everybody. That's not really what we were going for. So in the event <laughs> that Azeroth is dead, like this, like because assuming we got to say that all oh, the world soul is dead because he went a little too ham on the old gods that had embedded themselves into the planet. Yep. There is going to yep. be nothing left, um, especially um, when it comes to whatever Azeroth may have been at some point. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think I think uh, Sword Army uh, kind of called it on probably what happened to that planet or that timeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you have anything else to add from that rift since you actually got to run it? Uh, no, it's you're just running around in freaking ENR's place and you you do all that and it's then you fight Freya. Nope, <laughs> it's pretty, nope, it's pretty boring. <laughs> it's it's nothing. In terms of it as a time of good, I mean, it was laggy as all hell, so I definitely don't have anything to add to it. (laughs) Of course. Oh, goodness. Well, I did take to Twitter and Discord and asked you wonderful listeners what your favorite time rift was or what would you like to see in a time rift? On Twitter, at Salt Elemental, says banging fists on the table. Thrall and Jane and married. Thrall and Jane and married. Thrall and Jane and married. (laughs) That'd be cool. I like that. Yeah, I mean, if we're going with the assumption that, you know, you can you can absolutely get, you know, take um, Garona, for example, you can get uh, half Draenei, half Orc, uh, Bebes. So, yeah, there's nothing stopping them from getting uh, half Orc yeah. and half human Bebes. So, yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be cute. It'd be cute. Uh, Wookie BH, good old Nick from there, uh, Torn in the Goblin. He says, I wonder about an alternate timeline where Allie tells everyone, don't forget to look down. <laughs> then I pointed out to him that I do actually see that sometimes, you know, when there's something cool to look, see down there. So then Nick says, and I don't know if you've seen this yet, Jinx, you were busy. I've seen it. It made me laugh. Oh, you saw? Okay. Uh, so so Jin, uh, Nick said, what about an alternate timeline where Jin joins the infinite dragon flight and becomes... IGN or IGN. IGN. We'll say IG, IGN. We'll say IGN. And reviews video games. <laughs> I like it. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can kick out that one. That was a good one. That was a good one, Nick. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Do you want to read our Discord answers? Sure. Thanks. So, Wildman Cal. Yeah, they said, my favorite is the one where I actually get to play WoW this week instead of working crazy hours. You and me both, wild man, you and me both. I feel that so hard, so hard. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Next up, we got Marjo. They said, I don't know, some weird event where the Drust were in a place in the past where they should be, would be, or where they shouldn't be, would be interesting. Yeah, and then they get burnt down. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, that's that's definitely good, Mar- Marjo. Marjo. Uh, Sarith then follows up and says, I'd love to go into a future where Sargeras won, uh, exterminated all life, uh, but now there's nothing to hold a void back, and it's just endless war between chaos and void. I suppose if you said that you eliminated all life, you would go into this time rift, and you'd be fighting a bunch of either void or, or light elementals, and that's the only thing that's left on this landscape. Right, because that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, that'd be my guess, yeah. 
Because it's like, oh, exterminated all life. You'd show up in this time rift and you'd be like, there's nothing here. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> empty. <laughs> so, but yeah, if we get the, if we get the light and the, and the void and all that stuff, that'd be, I'd get that one. All right, then Lord Nathan Miakis, they say, I'd love to see one where Goldan listened to the light or to order instead of chaos and where he didn't betray his first horde to seek the Tomb of Sagaris and the horde wiped out humanity. All right, so if we go with the first one where Goldan basically was the good guy, right? Instead of Goldan, like, oh, 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 maybe he's like the Goldan, you know, like that one priest lady in the, that dungeon in um, uh, freaking like uh, the Trial of the Crusader, you know, the priest lady that's like, oh, hi, everybody. I'm super nice. I tell you about, tell you about the light, <laughs> right? Thank you, good Harold. Your words are too kind. <laughs> I think she even does sermons in the when you go to like the up in the fairgrounds up there and you yeah she's like hey everybody. yeah the light's great that'd be like Goldan he's like hey everybody <laughs> when you're down on the luck and you're and you've been ostracized and kicked out of your freaking hometown and they make fun of you for being all shriveled you look to the light to the light I tell you that that'd be, that'd be really funny. <laughs> Uh, order would be interesting. Goldan would be like, um, can you at least he just to me, if you were just infused with the power of order, because we haven't really seen that other than like a, just an arcane mage. So but if it was like truly like like order possessed, that would be I don't know someone with a really bad OCD. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> chopsticks must be lined up. I got this must be perfect. Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's sure, just like that. Sure. But then obviously if Goldan was like, hey, I'll be a good guy and play along rather than go off to the Tomb of Sargeras and Horde wiped out humanity. That'd be interesting. It's, just, it's orc world. Orc, orc, orc. Right? That'd be fun. Um, that'd be a good one. So um, that's all That's all the Twitter and the Discord and all that. So um, yeah, I think, I think that's about it. You got a job to do, my friend, as we get ready to get to the end of the show here. Yes, I do. And that's right. It is the part of the show where we say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep the show going. And just as a quick reminder, if you would like to join their ranks and support the show, you can do that by going over to patreon.com slash live laugh lore. And we also like to say a wonderful, huge thank you to all of our amazing top patrons. And they are at the follows. And that is Ickis. What's going on, Ickis? How's it going? Nadun. Mud, Chris, Chris Meller. I know that's you. Stuff hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeon Master Burke, which are going to be playing some D and D pretty soon. In fact, yeah, it's going to be at the twenty third. So yeah, you, you missed it if you're listening to this on the twenty fifth. <laughs> and Mike Smith. So thank you so much to all these amazing patrons that keep this show going. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Are you ready for story time with Ali? Oh, I am. Okay. Are, okay. are you, dear listener? I, I hope so. I hope, yeah, I hope so too. So story time. It's, with I mean, Ali. it's not that. It's it's not that exciting. It's fine. So when I was two years old, I apparently flushed my mom's wedding ring down the toilet. Why'd you do that? I, I don't know. I was two. Oh, okay. Ring go ring go down the hole. I don't know. <laughs> um... <laughs> Or at least, like, that's what they think happened. Because last place my mom knew she left it was in the bathroom. 
and it was nowhere to be seen. And so to this day, uh, I mean, I'm two. I'm working on potty training and stuff at that point, apparently. And um, yeah, so to this day, when I'm 39, the assumption is that I flushed the ring down the toilet. Okay. Never to be seen again. 13 years ago in Minnesota, a woman accidentally flushed her 33rd wedding anniversary present that her husband gave her. And so this lady's name is Mary Strand. And the ring had slipped off her finger and fell into the toilet. And like, as it's like swirling around the bowl, like she's trying to grab at it, but absolutely no luck. That was 13 years ago. Back this past March, some employees of the Minnesota Regional Water Treatment Plant were doing their job. You know, they're shoveling through waste and they saw something shiny. Sure enough, it was the ring that had been flushed 13 years ago. So the one who found it, John Tierney, who could have kept it and cleaned it up or sold it, I don't know. But instead, he actually took the time and went on this wild goose chase to find the owner. We took to social media and got the word out about this unique ring. And anyone who ever lost a ring ever started submitting a crap ton of photos. No, no pun intended. Um, about <laughs> uh, I just never realized I did that. Um, <laughs> but they... So, so everyone's submitting photos about any, you know, ring they may have flushed on the toilet or gotten lost in the toilet or something and ho- hoping it was theirs. And thankfully, Mary actually saw this and she also submitted a photo and she was the one for the exact match for the photo of the ring. So Mary, after 13 years, she's getting it back and getting it ready to, you know, reset and cleaned and everything just in time for her 46th wedding anniversary. That is adorable. That actually reminds me of a very funny uh, story that happened to uh, to me and, and my wife. For the longest time, we thought uh, my wife's wedding ring had gone missing. We just we just we were like, oh, we don't know. We assumed that it was uh, it had gone um, gotten sucked up by the vacuum cleaner, and we're just like, well, we don't know. Well, turns out, turns out, we had recently gotten a new bed frame. And it was just wedged between the mattress in the bed frame. <laughs> As I disassembled it, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. How long was it missing? Probably at least seven, eight years. Like, it, wow. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, we were both very happy that uh, we found it. Yeah, so it's crazy. That's awesome. We can show back up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was blown away and I, I think this is crazy crazy 13 years and a crap ton of crap <laughs> <laughs> i just love that someone actually took the time to return it to its owner like that's you know it's it's rare when people will sacrifice their time like that these days so that was that was cool to hear yeah that's awesome yeah 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 i think that's fantastic but i guess we can get out of here right let's do it yeah like i got one thing to say to you what Sketty noodles. Yeah! <laughs> I was waiting for you to do that. <laughs> and now all the listeners are like, what? What? Sketty noodles? What? Sketty noodles, yeah! Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlaughfloorcast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash aliandras. 
and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash Joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.